Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Well, welcome back to Recalibrate, and uh, guess who's back with us today? Hey, everybody. It is great to be back. Landry is back with us. Uh, Luke is off this week, and... uh, uh, yeah, so we're back to the beginning, back to the beginnings of the beginnings with Landry here and with the series. Last week we said that, you know, we've been doing a study of Genesis 1 through to 11, and we said that last week was going to be the last week, but actually I want to finish up with the very end of Genesis. So we lied last week. We didn't lie, we just changed our minds. Okay, yeah. oh, I can't say we because I wasn't here. You know, because a lie is a deliberate attempt to deceive. Right. And I wasn't a deliberately attempting to deceive And anybody. that's a quick free lesson for everyone. There's a that quick free well. lesson, yeah. yeah. Uh, so lying is not when you say something and then you have to change the way you did it. But uh, yeah, so anyhow, we won't go down that road. We won't go down that road, but we're we're still in Genesis. <laughs> okay. At the end of this, this series of Genesis 1 to 11, uh, it's been a long journey, right? The creation story, the fall of Adam and Eve, the rise of Cain and Seth. Um, and the lineage of Seth, which comes through to Noah. Yeah. I think one thing we've got to realize is that the whole beginning of Genesis 1 to 11 is actually like, do you ever, when you read a book, do you read the, like, you know, they often have the introduction, the preface, the editor's comments, the contributor's comments. Yeah. Do you read that stuff? No. Okay. And then never Hit or miss. Yeah. I normally like, like, can we just... Get this thing going. Yes. Yeah. Right? So Genesis 1 to 11, in many ways, is like the introduction. It's like Mm. the preface. Yeah. Leading up to, actually, a certain individual called Abraham and his wife called Sarah. Because those two people are the beginning of the Jewish nation. Mm -hmm. um, And they are the father of the faith and mother of the faith. And so in many ways, a lot of what is going on is kind of leading us into these two characters. I want to read um, at the very end of Genesis chapter 11, before it goes to 12, which is the beginning of Abraham, Mm -hmm. I want to read. Now, this is kind of a a long passage, so I'm going to read it fast, but not so fast that you can't hear what I'm saying. Right. This is the account of Terah's family line. Terah became the father of Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And Harah became the father of Lot. We know that guy. While his father Terah was still alive, Haran died in the Ur of the Chaldeans, in the land of his birth. Abraham and Noah were married, and the name of Abraham's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, and she was the daughter of Haran, and the father of both Milcah and Iscah. And Sarai was childless because she was not able to conceive. There's a lot of names going That's on. There's a in lot there. of yeah. names. And you're not going to hold any. <laughs> but, but you're going to bring us in, right? We're going to bring us in. Yeah. Terah took his son Abraham, his grandson's lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of the son of Abram. And together they set out from the Earl of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to a city called Haran, they settled there. And Terah lived for 205 years, and he dived in Haran. Okay, why did I read all that stuff? We're waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Because this is the end of the lineage. Following the story, Adam and Eve, 
they had three sons. Yeah. Cain. Cain killed his other brother, Abel. Adam and Eve had another son called Seth. Yeah. And we talked about this last week. Cain was the son of man. He was very carnal. Seth was the son of God. He followed in the line of Adam and Eve. He worshipped God, follow God. Genesis- really into one-syllable names. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good, isn't it, Ashley? Yeah, I like that. Just sorry. That was a big Yeah, it's good. And a very simple name of Seth. Yes. We love the name Seth. Yeah, Seth, but- Seth is a very popular name. Well, actually, I've never met anybody called Seth, but I'm sure it's popular somewhere. <laughs> um, but if you follow Seth, then the, the Genesis goes on to list out his lineage. They list out all of his descendants. And Andrew, you weren't here last week, but all of these people lived like 700, 800, 900 years of age. Yeah. Until they get to Noah. The world has gone wicked and God removes everybody off the face of the earth, but Noah's descendants. So I want you to follow what I'm saying here. Yeah. Adam and Eve, Seth, who's the righteous inheritor of Adam and Eve, his descendants are all listed all the way through to Noah. Mm-hmm. And then Noah's descendants are all listed and they come to a man called Terah, who we just read about, who comes to Abraham. You following me? Yes. So what they're trying to do is show you the direct, direct link between Abraham and Seth and Adam and Eve. Mm. What they're trying to show you is that Abraham was of this lineage of people who worshipped God. That's the highlight. That's, That's the highlight. And more importantly... Remember the promise that was given to Adam and Eve in the garden that you there, there will one will be raised up from you who will crush the serpent's head. Wow. So the seed of Adam and Eve, they're following it. They're following it in the story of Seth and Cain and Abel. Yeah. They're following it through to Noah. They're following it past Noah through to Terah all the way to Abraham, saying Abraham is in the lineage of people who would receive the promise. He's one of the sons of God, as it were. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing, isn't it? That's that's what's going on there, right? And and most people would have just skipped through that part, just not even read the names. Why are they listing all these names? What's the point? Keep doing this. It's It's about when God makes a promise to somebody, he is faithful. And he's carrying out that promise. And he's making sure you can see it. And he's making sure you can see it. And I think that encourages us as Christians today that, that there are promises given to us. God is faithful to carry them right mm-hmm. out to the very end. Yeah. Yeah. And particularly, I, I use this term sons of God and daughters of men because we read about that in the story. And the sons of God are those who kept calling upon God, worshiping God, following in the line of Seth. Yeah. Abraham is one of those. He's of that lineage. Okay. And you're a son of God. Yeah. I'm a son of God. People out there who believe in Jesus Christ are sons and daughters of God. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I was praying and I was, I reminded myself, I'm a son of God. Mm. And I, there's a blessing in that. There's a, there's a, there's an inheritance in there's that. There's an inheritance. Have you ever prayed and you've remembered that and it gives you a, yeah, a greater of sense of confidence? It gives you encouragement. It gives you, uh, when you can remember the promises God has given you yeah. and the place he's put you in, yeah, it's huge confidence. You pray with much more boldness, don't you? Much more, and much more faith. Yeah, yeah. So, so this story shows us that the sons of God who have been given the promise, 
There was, there was a grace upon them. Mm. And it's interesting. So let's get to the story then. So here we've got this family, Terah, and he has these children, and one of them is, uh, one of them, um, uh, is called Abram, who, who takes up this whole thing. Terah is living in the Ur of the Chaldeans, which is a city in Mesopotamia. Yeah. It's a very secular environment. Okay. It's crazy. This is where Nimrod had come from. This is where yeah. the Tower of Babylon had come There's from. There's a lot right? going on that you may not want to be a part of. That you, A lot of worship of idols. If you have a moral compass yeah, of any that's sort. It. You've got it. You've got it. Okay? All right. I'm there. So these are sons of God. They've got a promise upon them. They've got a blessing upon them. I believe the Spirit of God is calling them out. They don't even really know who God is yet because they kind of got lost. But the Spirit of God is calling them out of the, out of the secular carnal this uh, environment that they're in the environment in and he wants them to take to start something new to the promised wow. land so they get going uh they come to a beautiful city along the way and actually they don't get any further they get kind of stuck there mm -hmm. they, they they you know that happens in our lives doesn't it like you get called and then we get excited and we don't go too far and we, we don't <laughs> we slow down already <laughs> we don't go far enough right and that's yeah. what happened. Terah died, and God came back to Abraham. That's when we get into in, into Genesis chapter twelve, where yeah. God came to Abraham and said, "Abraham, get up, get going again. Go to a place that I will show you, mm -hmm. and uh, I want I, I want to finish what st I started with your father." Right? Yeah. I think when I read that story, sons and daughters of God leaving a secular environment. Um. This is one of the conflicts of the Christian faith, isn't it? You know, this idea that we are in this world, but not of this world. Have you ever, as you've grown up, you've been in the church since you were, well, you were, you were born, in the, not born in the church, but. Uh, yeah, I've been in a, a Christian family my whole life. It's gone to church regularly. Yeah. Yeah. In your journey, have you noticed over the years, friends or groups who have broken off and tried to form communes or communities of really tight-knit faith communities. Have you ever encountered that? Like uh, not a church split, but like us on a smaller level? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know of the... I, yeah, I don't think I know of any that have purposely done that. Like, no, hey, okay. we're not going to be at church, but we're going to do our own thing. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. As my, I've seen church splits, which are kind of the same concepts, but yeah. on a larger level. I don't think that's what you're talking no, about. No, this is more like I've seen people who... Oh, I did a lot of traveling when I was younger. I used to deputize in churches all around uh, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. England, America. And sometimes I'd end up in these weird... I don't know who booked me to go there, but these churches that were isolated in rural, often in rural areas. Right. And they were like a commune of people. Yeah. Uh, like the monks, kind of, of the ancient days. Doing their own thing. Kind of separating themselves from the world. Getting out of the earth. Of oh, I see. So not separating from the church, but separating from the world. Whoa, I see just kind saying. of creating a community. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Where, yeah. they, where they can kind of let, really control their environment. Yes. And nowadays it's almost, not hippie, but it's like we're going to... Uh, we're going to move away in this plot of land, grow our own yep. food with yep. a group of friends, yep. and raise our kids together. Yep. And off the land, yeah, and 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 and, and away and, from the busyness of everything, right? And and away from the effects of this fallen world, the yes. era of Chaldeans or the Babylonian Empire. Yeah, what's the yeah. problem with it? 
there's many. I think there is, you're going to run into, I, you lose, you lose a community in, in its whole self. You're isolating to yeah. the very few. Yeah. Said healthy. They often split. They often don't work after a while because relationships yeah. are strained. But one of the big things for the gospel is that we're called to be the salt and the life, yeah, light of the earth. We're not supposed to be of the world, right? But we're not supposed to leave it. Okay, yeah. So we see Abraham leaving because he's been called by God specifically to set up something new. But Jesus calls us to stay in the world, and I think that is a hard thing for us as Christians, isn't it? Yeah, because some, well, especially some that have a aren't strong in self areas of self-control or okay. they don't have a strong group of friend, Christian friends. And they think, I think a lot of modern Christians, they haven't worked out what they believe. Yeah. They, so they're that, and that affects how they view aspects of sin or what they yeah. do or oh. don't do. So it's, it ends up being dangerous. So easily influenced. Yeah. And then they justify their actions uh, maybe of sin and go, well, yeah. I'm 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 a part of it. I don't want to And I think in this generation more than any generation in the, in, for many years you have got to know what you believe and why you believe it. Yes, or because else you're going to get swayed. You're way going too you're easily. going down. Yeah. You are going down. And it's not just what you believe, but how it affects your life. How you've chosen you you can believe in God, but still get up to a lot of stuff that's not healthy for you, and that doesn't oh, get you anywhere closer it's, to it's, God. Uh, listen, it, it's a, it's a, a cancer. It's a, it's a, it's, it's just destroying the church. Yeah, and it's so that's a big. I think that's a big thing. It's not just what you believe, why you believe it. What I've noticed also is, is that. The, I mean, I'm older. I'm in my fifties and early fifties, and you're you're younger. You're anyway. so old. You're so old. I'm like Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be listing me amongst the hundreds. Yeah, but I've noticed even people who were strong in their faith in their twenties and thirties, as they've gone along and they've they've drifted further and further away until their faith today is so nebulous. I'm not even sure if you could describe it as Christianity. Fascinating. What? Why? How? What, because what's I think the over the years, um, because they they never really had a solid understanding of why they believe. There were some issues that they had questions about, and they just accepted what people said instead of processing it through for themselves. So they were confident in what they believed, and they really, really had worked it through and. I think people get persuaded. I think one of the biggest things that will mm. always change your philosophy, affect you, is personal experience. Yes. Um, either for yourself or someone you love. And so they've never really, do you think they ever met with God in a real way? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Okay. Yeah, no, I do. But I don't think that just meeting with God, experiential is not enough. I think that to survive in this environment, to thrive in this environment... Uh, I think you got to be, Jesus said, you must build, like when he finished that sermon about being the salt and light, he said, the wise man builds his house upon a rock. Yes. His life is firmly grounded in knowing what he believes, how things work, and how he approaches things. So they weren't grounded. They weren't grounded enough. There was a lot of personal philosophy, personal ideas, 
and things. That, I mean, this is way off track from what we were going to go on. Yeah. But this is just about Abraham leaving the Babylonian. Uh, an example of people living in the Ur Chaldeans or the Babylonian Empire would be the Mesh, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. Yeah. They they did well. Yeah. But what a tough environment they had. Whoa. Could you have done that on your own? David no. did it. I mean, sorry, Joseph did it. Yes, he did. When he got sent away. Yes, he did. He did. He had a very deep compass there. I think it goes to the fact we can even lead it into people leaving their hometown, leaving their city, where their that's their basis of their faith have been around all their friends, their yeah. family, their home yeah. church. They arrive yeah. at a new city, yeah. Yeah. go to university or yeah. get a new job. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... They're alone yeah. in their faith. Yeah. And then things can, they have a big choice either to get yeah. regrounded yeah. in a new community and new yeah. groups of friends and people, or their faith can take a huge hit. Right. I mean, if you've been raised in a Christian school and you've gone to church, your whole culture has been built up for you. You leave all that and you go into a new environment and none of those, none of those pillars. They're not there anymore. They're not there anymore. And you, you haven't created that foundation in your own life in your own heart man you uh it doesn't mean you're gonna fall but you're gonna be tested oh yeah yeah that's gonna be tough that's uh in some ways that's why it's so hard for a lot of young adults when they leave and get into university or college age and they're hit with a bunch of new decisions and new lifestyles they weren't exposed to and and their faith hasn't become their own yet it can be really challenging for some really challenging Abraham was blessed because God came and spoke to him. God, mm. God called him, and God, God was very real to Abraham. There's a lot of speculation about whether Abraham even knew who God was, the one God was, whether the whole understanding of one God had been lost after Noah. Yeah. But I think the promise was still on Abraham. I think the grace was still on him. Yeah, so absolutely. God revealed himself personally to Abraham. How does that, I think that's the key for the young people. It's the key for all of us, isn't it? Is, 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 Are we going to hear for God in our next season or in our new place, our oh, new surroundings? Oh, yeah. The, the relationship staying real. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's staying true. Okay, Someone well, should preach a message about this. Oh, yeah. No, no, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Well, I think that uh, with time and everything, we might we might finish up there, Landry. I mean, I was going to go on and talk about the church because one of my, my one of my favorite. This is that you know, pe preachers always say this, don't they? This is my favorite scripture. Right. Like, how many favorites do you have? Yes, exactly. For goodness' <laughs> sakes, if it's your favorite, if I come to your house, is it your is it the scripture written on a poster board on your wall? Then I know it's your favorite. But I do love the scripture that says Abraham left his country seeking for a city whose foundation and builder and architect was God. Wow. And so Abraham left Ur of Chaldeans, and he went out looking for something better. Yeah. And uh, he wanted something that was not based in secular understanding, but in God understanding. I think that's the journey of all of us. Mm -hmm. We're talking about these young adults. We're talking about all of us. Yeah. We, we're living in this world, but we're on a journey of seeking to understand how things should be the way God wants them to be, how God wants our lives to be lived. We're seeking for this understanding whose foundation is God, not our understanding, not secular understanding, yeah. but God understanding based upon the principles of Jesus and the truths. And boy, it's my prayer for a lot of our young people and our older people, because I've seen this effect now 
even older people. It's yeah. my prayer that their foundation would be strong. They would know what God has said, why he said it, and just really have building more and more of their lives on that foundation, building that city on the foundation whose builder is God. Amen. Well, bless you all. We it's just good. sharing some thoughts today, encouraging everybody. We're out there. We're seeking to grow. Yeah. The Lord be with you. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com.